It's Wednesday, September 21st, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Great to be with everybody again today. I hope that you have enjoyed uh, your your week so far. I hope that some of you are planning on being here tonight for some of those awesome Wednesday night programs. Um, we have a whole lot going on in the life of the church, a whole lot of ways for you to get involved, to, to receive, but also to give, to be served and to serve. And so I hope that you're taking advantage of that. I hope you're involved in one of the many ministries that we have. And of course, I hope that you're here regularly on Sunday mornings for worship. Uh, we are in 2 Timothy chapter 4 today, and uh, looking at Paul's reflections on his own life and ministry, we are in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 to 9. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. The time of my departure has come, Paul says. I can't imagine what it would have been like for Timothy to read that in the letter, to read these words and realize that Paul knows it's done. He's not going to be getting out of prison this time. He won't be spared the sword this time. Paul has had so many near misses with death. He's been in prison multiple times. He's been shipwrecked a couple times. He's been stoned. He's been beaten so close to death, and yet the Lord had spared him every single time. But Paul knows this is different. I don't know how he knows, but he knows. I've done all I can do. The time of my departure has come. It's time for me to go be with the Lord. I love the way he puts this. It's the time for my departure. When when you go to the airport, there are two sides that you can drive up to, right? Arrivals and departures. And and when I read this, that's where my mind goes. I have the privilege of getting to travel quite a bit and um, go to, to meetings and um, go visit missionaries in the field. And, and so, you know, airports are something that I, I don't mind at all. I, I spend a lot of time in airports, the arrival section and the departure section. And of course, when you spend a lot of time in uh, airports, you spend a lot more time in the departure section than you do in the arrival section because you're just trying to get out of there as fast as possible uh, when you land. A departure. A departure in an airport means you're going from one place to another. You don't go from one place to nowhere, but from one place to another. That's Paul's insight here. He'll be dying soon, but this, this death is, is merely a departure from one part of life to another. He moves on into life. The, depart, the time of my departure has come, which means I'm now to go to where the Lord is. He can speak of his death with hope and, and even optimism and joy because he knows that death is not an end, it is a departure. It is, it is a traveling point from this life into the next. We as Christians have already been made alive in Christ. We, have, we, we are already tasting a portion of this resurrection life. The Holy Spirit lives within us. 
We are no longer slaves to sin. We are we are no longer dead in our trespasses, but made alive in Christ Jesus, our Savior and Lord. But we still live in mortal bodies with all of those struggles, with all of those pains. We still live in a world that is soaked in sin. One day we will depart. But a departure implies an arrival. We will arrive home one day. We will. That hope is guaranteed and promised in Christ. And so if, if you're having a really hard week or it's been a really hard season, there will be a time of departure. There will be a time where you will leave all of this behind and, and it will feel like in the face of the glory that you'll receive, a slight and momentary affliction. And I know that that's not a huge comfort right now when you're facing it. When you're in the midst of the depth of, of the, like, the depths of the pain that you're in, my goodness, it can feel like departure is just so far away. But one day the Lord will call you home and you will leave all of this behind. So the question is, what will you do while you're here in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the trials? How will you use it well? Will you lament to the Lord? Tune into Goodwill Talk next week where we talk a little bit about lament, the ways that we can lament well. Will we use the lament psalms and lamentations to cry out to the Lord? Will we allow our sufferings to draw us nearer to Christ? Will we trust more and more that this is not the final word, but that glory is the final word? As we've been going through the Gospel of Mark, we've, we're ending in, in chapter 13 with all these difficult things, all these pains, all these trials and sufferings. But what is Jesus saying to them constantly? Be on your guard. There's still hope. Do not despair. Do not fear. And we need to hear that because we don't feel it internally. We don't naturally gravitate towards hope. No, many of us, when we are hurting, when we are suffering, we naturally gravitate towards fear and despair and frustration and anger. And Jesus says, no, there is a better way. Keep your eyes even now in the midst of your suffering, keep your eyes forward. Keep them on Christ, for one day you will depart all of this and you will be where he is. For to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. Brothers and sisters, I wish I could tell you that the suffering of this world is something we could skip, but it's not. It's one of the messages that Paul has for Timothy. We don't get to skip it. In fact, as Christians, we might endure more of it. But one day, one day we will go home to be with the Lord and all the pains, all the sufferings of this life will be less than a distant memory and we will be with our Savior forever. So when Paul talks about his life being poured out, he knows that he can now enter into his rest, departing the things of this life and moving into the life to come. We thank the Lord that his hope is our hope, and that where he is going, we will go. For Christ has already gone and prepared a place for us. If it were not so, he would have told us. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, that this life is not the end, and that the pains and sufferings that we're enduring right now, we will depart from them. We will leave them behind and enter into our rest, enter into your glory and all of the things that we've experienced now, Lord, will be gone. 
that you will wipe away every tear from our eye and sorrow and sighing will be no more. Would we not fear death, but rather see it as a departure? Lord, we know that death was not the way it was supposed to be, that it is a result of our sin, that it is part of the curse of this world that we will die. And yet what the enemy meant for evil, you mean for good. That even death itself being defeated means that when we die in this life, we don't die at all, but that it is merely a departure into more life. We thank you for that. Help us to endure now and help us to keep our eyes on the hope that is ours in Jesus Christ, eternal life, salvation. Thank you for these wonderful things. We love you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for being here. See you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.